Rams with Matthew Stafford and Valentine's Day tomorrow. So the Rams for me, Chris. Another Georgia connection. Shocker. All right. I'm going with the Rams, too. More talented football team. Play good football in December. Have been playing great football in January. And if you win, you'll be above 500 in your picks. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck. Come on, Rams. Oh, yeah, baby. That's right. I'm above 500, and I'm still winning. Barely. Look who's here. Look who's here. It took an entire season for you to actually invite me onto the show, but thank you. Well, like, first off, bullshit on your bullshit, okay? All right, and everybody, hello, this is Chris Sims on Button, and this is Maria Taylor. (laughs) She's here. Hello, yes, in case you're listening and you can't see us. Um... Yes, can, can so we, thanks for coming. Yeah, can we start with the fact that you should have opened it with Maria Taylor, brand new haircut, new look, kudos. I, I was literally about to go there, Were you? so this is good, okay, yes, good. okay, because I was going to go like, like, listen, I know I'm your idol and everything, okay? <laughs> But you didn't have to, like, try to emulate it my hair, okay? And, like, the girl version, okay? Yeah, I mean, so what'd close. you do? Did you bring a picture to me? And like, this guy's really cool. I did. And you're just, like, make me look somewhat cool like that? Yeah. My yeah. hairstylist name is Razor Chick. Right. So I literally went to Razor Chick, and I was like, this is my best friend on the show. Right. Can I please look more like him so when we're standing next to each other, people get confused? And she's yes. like, done. Done, so done, Razor done. Chick, that's her name. Razor Chick, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Maria's Maria's awesome. Uh, we had a great year working together for everybody out there, and it's always an event working with Maria, no matter what it is. I mean, you know, today she was doing voiceovers. Yep. She was a little late to this. You know, Razor Chick, late. her own, <laughs> her own, you know, her own wardrobe. People, I, did. I had makeup to change people. wardrobe today. I see. We had a lot going on, but the good news is Chris did his own makeup. I and did do my own. Thank you. Thank job. you. Thank you for exposing um, me there. I also want you to tell the people who won the overall picks for football night. Hmm. The overall <laughs> picks for football night? It wasn't you, was it? I mean, it couldn't have been you. Yes, it was me. You won overall picks? And guess who was last? Me. <laughs> Thank you. You won picks? I did. Are you sure about that? I'm 1,000% 17 and 6. 17 and 6. I crushed them. Wow. The fact that there's no trophy or anything, like no. I shouldn't even compete uh, next year. No. Well, you know? no. And and yes, I mean, I won the first year I was on. They didn't give me crap. Uh-huh. So you're not getting and crap honestly, either. that's not documented. So I don't know that that really happened. Yeah. No. Well, it did. It was documented. <laughs> it was on TV. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it did. It did happen. You weren't here, but NBC did exist before here. you got here. Oh. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yes, and damn it, you took me off. I was going to say something else about you. Yeah, and but then was, I just told you were be embarrassing, loser. and you took me off track, <laughs> and I, I can't remember what the hell it is now. That's pretty much what I do on the show, too. <laughs> All right. All right, so we got a good podcast today. Okay. All right, we're going to hit on a lot of breaking news. Mm-hmm. We know that, the quarterback stuff, some AMAs from everybody, you know, uh, uh, the homies, the listeners, everybody mm-hmm. out there. We'll hit on some free agency news. We're just going to talk ball. Love You're going to lead the charge from mm-hmm. here on out, mm-hmm. okay? Okay, I'm And eventually – the story I was going to tell is going to pop back into <laughs> okay. my head, and right. I cannot freaking remember what it was. I, I love that remember. you lost it. It's I because, did. I'm I mean, flustered. Yeah, you're flustered, flustered because you lost everything. That <laughs> <laughs> was the first time I'm hosting my own podcast with somebody that's got a bigger mouth than me. And, and quite honestly, I'm the host of the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, you are. I was trying to get them to change it to Maria Taylor with <laughs> buttons, but then it didn't work out. So it's okay. 17 and 6. What a bunch of bullshit that is. All right. <laughs> okay. Can we start our conversation yeah. then? Where do you want to go? I want to start with Carson Wentz. Okay. Okay. Is it a better decision to have him as your starting quarterback than Ryan Fitzpatrick? Because we, we were loving a little bit of Fitzmagic. I, I get it. Fitzmagic's mm-hmm. fun. I mean, he's polarizing. But, yes, no doubt. Let's just end that conversation Done. right now. Okay. Right. You're I mean, deading it. Yes. I mean, again, I, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's certainly got some, you know, guts and, and you know, been there, done that as far mm-hmm. as battle-tested. Uh, Carson Wentz, though, you know, again, there's issues. Mm-hmm. I understand that. 
But I think to compare him to somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, I don't even think that's fair to Carson Wentz. I don't. I don't. Get it. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I look at Carson Wentz as, yes, I know there's issues. You know, he obviously has issues relating to people, talking to people, being a leader. It's the second time we're hearing that. Colts, Eagles, mm -hmm. now we're going to a third team. So there's that. You know, the play on the field is better than what people give him credit for. Yeah. I will say that as well. And, again, he's shown snippets of being like – like he's shown snippets of being a star at times. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go back to his second year when they win the Super Bowl. He's going to be the MVP of the NFL. 2019, the playoff run with a bunch of no names on offense. He carried the squad. So he's shown the ability to play at an elite level. It's just in between yeah. can be like a lot of, whoa, that's some dumb crap. And what are you doing there? <laughs> and then you couple that with some of the off the field stuff. And that's where he's become a little bit of a polarizing, you know, subject. I'll, I'll go with this far, mm -hmm. right? You asked me about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep. I'd, I'd double down and go, I mean, if you gave me a choice, Carson Wentz or Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Mm, mm -hmm. I'm going Carson Wentz. I am. You know, that, Why? That, well, again, more talent, right? Carson Wentz, we make fun of him because, oh, man, he just makes some dumb interceptions. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo is like he's one of the, the poster child interceptions too. right exactly yes, the they both have the issue of yeah. like timing of like the mm -hmm. biggest moments we like to do the dumbest shit right and that to me too so yes I, I'm I'm for a team like Washington with their they're on the cusp of being a real playoff contender and a pain in the butt in the NFC conversation they were desperate for a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And I think they realized, wait, Fitzpatrick, up there in age, just had a serious injury last year. There's really no future. We know what he is. Taylor Heineke, yeah, there were some fun plays we talked about during yeah. the year. But there was too many, like, also plays that you look at and go, wait, a consistent quarterback or a good quarterback in the NFL should make this play every time. And that wasn't always made with Tyler Heineke. And I mm -hmm. think that's why they were looking for the upgrade. And, yeah, with uh, Wilson and Rodgers gone, this was the next best option. I feel like for Carson Wentz, though, don't you have to have a galvanizing figure in your locker room? Like, shouldn't that be – if you're not going to be completely consistent, if there's going to be some sure. inconsistencies, then right. one of your superpowers should probably be that. Yeah, being, being able, able to, to communicate yes. and do that. Yeah, you're right. If I mean, you're going to be digging holes, having to get out of them, sure. bring your team back, there's right. got to be a lot of belief in you. I, I w would agree with that. There mm -hmm. has to be that. That's what you always want from a franchise. That's what a good franchise quarterback does. It's just, oh, wait, we're hurt this week. Oh, we're not what playing our best. Oh, wait, we got that guy at quarterback. He'll help us out and make it happen. Yeah, Wentz, there's, there's those questions, certainly. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think he was even with the Colts. Mm -hmm. it, it says it all. I mean, Frank Reich was still, I think, willing to stick his neck out there and go with Carson Wentz. But the owner had seen enough. And mm -hmm. I think Chris Ballard had seen enough, too, let alone wh whether it was the not getting vaccinated you know, the poor play to yeah. start the year and then the end of the year missing a whole week of practice because you're not vaccinated and then playing like shit in the last two games of the year. That's not going to win it's over a fan base. Uh -uh. And that's why, hey, it's dicey for, for Washington. But mm -hmm. they were desperate, yeah. you know, but they're, they're certainly in danger of like if he doesn't play well, everyone going, well, he's Carson Wentz. What did you expect? <laughs> and that's, you know, the risk they're taking. That there. was like your voice that you did. That that, was that's your voice. voice in the screen. <laughs> well, what did you expect? Well, what did you expect? <laughs> okay. I need to know where you were yeah. when you found out that Russell Wilson uh, was headed to the Broncos. Like you dropped everything. What were you doing? Were you with the family? Were you with the kids? Were you on a show? I was at the, I was, I had already done the show. It was, mm -hmm. that was 
was Monday, right? Uh, what the hell day was the that? Ninth. That was Tuesday. Right, Tuesday, Tuesday morning, <laughs> right? So Tuesday morning. Of course, the Rogers news had just come out. True. Mm-hmm. So I was literally kind of texting. I was sitting at my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. I was eating a little breakfast. I was reading football news. I was getting ready to dive Drinking his some, bougie coffee. My bougie coffee. You know that exactly mm-hmm. right. And I was trying to like sit there and just read football news. I was about to dive into some draft stuff and, and watch some film. And all of a sudden, I got texts like, Boom, Russell to Denver. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. I mean, (laughs) kind of new, kind of new, kind of new, knew it was on the radar. I've been telling, trying to yell at everybody for the past month that Russell Wilson is trying to get us Seattle. Right. You know, and people, of course, so you're crazy. He doesn't really want that. I believed you. Yeah. Thank you. I know you believe me. I did. Always. I know. know. And um, so, yeah, I knew that. Usually when I say things like that, I have like some inklings from people I trust that are leading me in that direction. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a shock. But I think Denver legitimately, hey, the first domino was Rodgers. Right. They wanted Rodgers. It didn't work. They had already reached out to Seattle. They had, they're not stupid. They weren't just going, oh, we're only going to talk to Rodgers and we're not going to talk to anybody else in football. They had plan B in place. And, yes, they had already gotten down the road a little bit with conversations with the Seahawks. Once they realized they don't get Rodgers, boom, you get Russell Wilson – Freaking game changer. <laughs> game changer. And I think a blessing in disguise in a lot of ways that they didn't get Rodgers. And you know me, I'm a big Aaron right. Rodgers fan. Okay, because right. you and I both, we love the NBA. Yeah. And so now we're seeing these blockbuster trades yeah. with superstars. Yeah. And so we had Tom Brady going to Tampa. We have uh, Stafford going to L.A. Yeah. Win the last two Super Bowls. Yeah. Is that the same situation we're looking at in Denver so. when you add Russell Wilson? I, I think so. I think you're going to continue to see this. Mm-hmm. Because just like the NBA, yeah. these guys get – you know, pinned with like, oh, you're a loser mm-hmm. just because the team doesn't. And I right. think the quarterbacks have gotten to that point where they're like, it's wait, not fair. That's not I fair. got drafted here and we're not that good. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't do that to me. So that that is I think they're going to continue to make their own plays there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the only where the difference is you're seeing it, the NBA effect ripple, rippling over to the NFL. I just don't feel like the NFL players are quite as willing to be the bad guy yet like some of the N- NBA guys. Yeah. The NBA they're guys, they're not ready to be credit. hardened. When they're they not ready to get out. They're I'm like, out. screw <laughs> you. I'm out of here. I don't care what you people say about me. Right. And I do respect that. Damn, my earpiece came out. Oh, you're that nervous. I'm good. No. What happened? <laughs> um, wait, but I do want to add more to that conversation. Yes. And because I just want to know where you think then the, the Broncos stack up with Russell Wilson. But I do love this idea of like the NFL, NBA, there's a little bit of synergy here, and no we're seeing doubt. the superstars moving yeah. around. No doubt. I think between the NBA, the the heat these quarterbacks take on social mm-hmm. media, right? And then you mentioned it with Brady and Stafford. It's the last like, few years, people it are seems like, to be Whoa. the recipe." It's yeah. like, well, okay, right. well, why don't we just do and that? And the teams notice it too, so they're going to be ultra aggressive, like the Denver Denver is. They're yeah. looking at it, going, "Screw it." I mean, does anybody? You know, I'll go. I'll, I'll I'll echo Ron Rivera last week of the combine. Does anybody even remember what the Rams traded for Matthew Stafford anymore? No, <laughs> no, no one cares. They're just like they got a Super Bowl. Who the fuck cares? But I know what tequila Stafford was drinking at the party. Yes, like, you I know. do. Yeah. yeah, you do know that. Nineteen forty-two. Um, but but makes them an instant contender. Um, and the reason I say I think it's a little bit of a blessing in disguise with Wilson over Rodgers mm-hmm. is you have a real chance to build something with Wilson. Yeah. Rodgers, you could have been in – you win the Super Bowl this year, and he might have gone, I'm out of here. Good. And yeah. now you're going, oh, shit, we got to find another quarterback. Mm-hmm. Or two years from now, he might just go, I've had enough. So with Wilson, you have a chance really to kind of formulate a, a real culture with a team and a nucleus with some of the young receivers and guys they have, the new running back, Javante Williams, and go, wait – 
we literally legitimately could have something here for the next six to ten years. Mm -hmm. And that's where I like the Russell Wilson thing, let alone he's going to fit the system and, and the style of play. And they got some weapons around him that are real. Mm -hmm. Well, you brought up Aaron Rodgers, and obviously that was the news probably of the day. Yeah. Um, but my question for you is, do you remember a time when it was like COVID draft and Jordan Love was being drafted <laughs> to the Packers? And now flash forward to where we are for your extension. Rodgers is staying. All the tumultuous you know, reports that came out in between this time period. How did they end up here? Like I keep that's what I always go back to. Like, how did we get here? I know. Well, there's a lot of like ups and downs and <laughs> right. all over the place. And I hate you and I love you and uh -huh. I love you not. I mean, they were they were everywhere. I think what they got where they got here. Last year did a lot in the fact that I think Rodgers realized, first off, he likes the players. He likes the coaching staff. Who knows what he thinks of Mark Mercury and Gutenkust. Mm -hmm. I, right. I doubt he lo loves them. Mm -hmm. But Adams. he doesn't have to deal with them on a daily basis. I think he also reads the room as far as the NFL and goes, hey, wait, yeah, Denver's good. I get that. But is it a guarantee? You know, there's more ifs there if he mm -hmm. goes there than as compared to if I stay here at Green Bay. I know pretty much the team we're going to have. And, yeah, they're going to, you know, they franchise Devontae Adams. Right. He's not leaving. So that's all good, let alone he doesn't have to have a huge life adjustment. You know, the one thing in Green Bay where, you know, I, I fault them to a degree a little bit, I like it and I fault them, is, yeah, they make their quarterbacks kings. Mm -hmm. So I say all the time, they went from Brett Favre, you're the king, do whatever you want. You know, oh, you might retire, you might play, it doesn't matter, you're the king, do whatever the hell you want. To now they, they gave Rodgers the throne, and it's the same type of thing. And Rodgers, as we know, I don't think it's the type of guy that's all for <laughs> trying to go to a new place and right. try to, like, get everybody on his page mm -hmm. and the way he likes things. So I think there was a comfort zone, let alone, I do think football-wise, it probably made the most sense for him to go back, even though I was kind of rooting for something different. Uh, of course, we all kind of yeah, were. But right. then we got it in other places. Yeah. But if you think about it now, you know, the Packers, same team, we know that Rodgers coming back, stability, that's there. Yeah. Where does it top out? Where do the Packers top out? Because I think we had such high expectations mm -hmm. for them even this year. I mean, yeah. making the Super Bowl. Right. That was an expectation, I yeah, feel Yeah, like. it was an expectation. I know, you know, I was mm -hmm. one to continue to say, like, yeah. you know, yes, they're I, – I never thought they were going to get to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I kind of said that all year. I picked the 49ers to beat them in that game on Saturday night, mm -hmm. whatever. I just – they're, a, to me, a player or two away on each side of the ball. And what I mean, not just a player, like, need a real difference maker. Mm -hmm. You know, again, we see in, like – any big game over the last three years, they lose to a team that's got more players than they mm -hmm. do, period. I know it's the Packers. Their record might be better, and they're better during the regular season, but the playoffs are a different animal, and you can't just always rely on we're going to execute and we won't mess up, and that'll win <laughs> us the game. That, that's the, really the way they play. Mm -hmm. And, no, that's cool, but, you know, when you get to teams like the Rams and the 49 they got guys that go like – oh, wait, oh, we, the hell with the 10-play drive. We're just going to throw a slant to this guy, and he's going to run 60, and it'll be a four-play drive. That's where the Packers miss, you know, that type of guy on offense and defense. So they'll be interesting, but they're still so, going to be really wait, good. So you're highlighting the problem. Yeah. Do you think they'll actually be active in free agency then to try and solve no, it? No, not really. <laughs> okay, so no, they're not. The they have, yeah, it's the same problems. It's the still salary cap issues there that they're trying to finagle that. You know, they're going to be lucky if they can just keep the team together for the most part, which I think they'll come close, mm -hmm. you know, and now. Yeah, I know a lot of people are going, well, now you can trade Jordan Love. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And get assets for that, and you can continue to build the team. You don't I – don't, I wouldn't trade Jordan Love. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm on the Packers, maybe if I'm Jordan Love and I'm representing him, I'm going, yeah. yeah, maybe you need to be traded. But if I'm the Packers, I mean, it's the business of football. You're paying him nothing to be a backup quarterback. It's cheap as it gets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, you have a good football team. So if Aaron Rodgers does get hurt next year – breaks a collarbone, whatever, pulls a calf muscle. Yeah. 
No, you don't fall off earth with your like, oh, I don't even know who the hell our backup quarterback is. You got a guy that's got a little talent that you trust mm-hmm. and knows the system. To me, yeah, the Jordan Love is as bad as I feel for him in a tough spot. He's in the, if I'm Green Bay, I'm not letting him go. No way. Okay. So yeah. with all the news that broke on the ninth, biggest winner you would say from our big quarterback news? No, I, it's Denver. I mean, okay. Denver changes the outlook of their football team to where now we sit there and go – like, oh, they're they're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. They're a playoff team. You know, and their their defense was already good. You know, they gotta add a few pieces to their front seven, but receiver, really talented, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, who's just you know, he'll be another year removed from the ACL injury. KJ Handler, who got hurt last year, he's a difference maker. We talked about the running back, the old line. Yes, they're really good. And here's another one I got for you, too, okay. just here for you, because yep. this has become a thing over the last few days, yep. like with our guy Dan Orlovsky in ESPN, right? <laughs> yep. And I got a lot of respect Dan. for Dan. Yeah, Dan, Dan does good work. But, you know, he, he made a lot of waves of talking about, like, he'd take Russell Wilson over Justin Herbert, mm, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's one I can't, I can't, can't get behind get right now. Oh, totality, career-wise, yes, Wilson's special. But the last two years, what I've seen from Justin Herbert, man, if you gave me a pick right now, I'm going to take Herbert. And it's weird to say Russell Wilson's the third best quarterback in his own division. I mean, that's crazy to hear but, it coming out of your but mouth. But if Justin Herbert continues to ascend the way that we've seen him yeah, since right. he's been in the league, right. you're right. Yeah. Like the potential's through the roof. The potential's through the roof. And he's yeah. just starting, just right? Starting. That's where he is. Exactly mm-hmm. what I mean. And he's had two offensive coordinators in two years mm-hmm. and still played well. I think we've. You know, we've gotten to a point where we can almost expect wow out of Justin Herbert mm-hmm. almost every week. Yeah. And that that's special. And not to say Russell Wilson isn't special, but with the injury, the way they played last year, it wasn't his best. He is getting up there in age a little bit. Yeah, I, I would take Herbert right now. You know now what's so interesting him. about him, too? So right. covering him in college, yeah. remember, he wasn't really highly recruited at all. He was injured his junior year, came back, played his right. senior year, like barely got a scholarship to Oregon. Yeah. And then while he was there, I feel like he was constantly figuring out what kind of quarterback he wanted to be. It wasn't like he had a ton of experience. No. So we're still seeing a guy that's just young in the sport of football making his way. 100. So I, I'm almost like I'm starting to see his personality a little bit. He's super shy, doesn't want to be in front of the camera, and he's learning how to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. But also, like, you can see it translating. Yeah, no, he's becoming, like, the man. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? He's right in front of our eyes, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yeah. You're right. And Oregon, you're right. There was, there was those issues. They weren't very good on offense. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of the reasons, again, that's why people, I think, misevaluate the draft sometimes. Yeah. They just look at, well, with the numbers and the win and loss. Mm-hmm. Oh, then it was the quarterback. Yeah. They won, and the numbers were good. The quarterback's got to be good. He's got to be a first-round <laughs> pick. And then I just went, no. I mean, if you really evaluated him, man, there was so much, imp- so much that was impressive. Mm-hmm. And then, really his faults that you would look at, I would go, well, that's really the team. Mm-hmm. You're blaming it on the quarterback, but nobody being open is not the quarterback's yeah. fault. I mean, the know, best receiver was like five, six. Exactly. <laughs> or it, just, <laughs> it, it, it was a very average offense hard. as far as scheme and imagination, too, which mm-hmm. didn't help him out. But as I always say, I mean, do you really think Justin Herbert wouldn't have been good if he was on Alabama and they wouldn't have won, <laughs> still won the national championship or Straight Georgia facts. or whatever? Yeah. You know, and I think that's when it hits home and people go, oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Speaking of Georgia yes. and evaluating Oh, talent, of course. Excuse me. Who <laughs> was the best school at the combine, it like was if Georgia. You, if you just had to, I know I will give you Georgia one. for sure. I'll pinpoint <laughs> okay. it. I will. I definitely. Will. I brought it up on the Monday show with Pro Football Talk with Foria because it just the defensive guys. Yeah, I mean, of course, both defensive ta- tackles, but I mean, Jordan Davis, the three forty-one, him doing that, the linebackers. I mean, yes, as a total team effort, domination mm-hmm. in the draft. Back at the place 
of domination for your national championship <laughs> game too. You I know that time you were at the game and you didn't answer my text that weekend. Remember? Yeah, you I was too cool. Yeah, yeah, anyone who didn't graduate right. and/or attend the University of Georgia, I wasn't responding to any of their okay. messages. Okay. Like it was Good. about Good. us. It's Good. also just the year of the dog in general. We got right. Stafford winning, the Braves won, Georgia. It was just kind of a whole thing. So if you want to move down there, I can find you an Airbnb. I don't want to. If you want to be a winner, <laughs> which you are, based on I your do. picks, <laughs> I am. I'm above 500. I'm a winner. <laughs> that is not a winner. Yeah, you. Okay. Okay. Damn. Anyway, Twitter questions. <laughs> I told you I was taking over the podcast, <laughs> by the way. Okay, ask me anything. This yep. is obviously a thing that y'all do. I wouldn't know. I don't listen that yeah, often, I know but you it don't. sounds you really don't cool. To all. It's okay. Cool. The first tweet comes from a guy you may or may not know, James Kaminsky, aka The Jet. The Jet. AKA one of our researcher extraordinaires. Said I read that Zach Wilson had an NFL high 12.7% of his passes dropped in 2021, according to PFF. Why don't people bring this up more? Corey Davis and Ty Johnson killed this man. Well, yeah, it, it was definitely a thing throughout the year. You, know, you go back and look at even some of the early season interceptions. You go, oh, that ball could have been caught, and it got intercepted, and we blame it on Zach Wilson. Hey, now, Zach Wilson wasn't perfect last year, and we know that, but we did have a lot of Sunday shows towards we're the good. end of the year where we were like, <laughs> that was a good throw, mm-hmm. or holy shit, those were some good plays. That for sure. You know, so we'll see where it goes. But I think the Jets are continuing to go in the upward upward trajectory. And I look at Zach Wilson for for our man Kaminsky, who we both know and is a psycho Jet <laughs> like fan. Psycho. Like psycho. Like melts down when they're losing. You would to hear teams. him on the other side You're of the You're like, studio. wait, you knew you were gonna lose today. Why are you shocked and sad? And like you knew you weren't gonna win. Um but you know, the other thing too I think that goes into Zach Wilson is a little bit of like um uh, it's a little bit of what I would say the Josh Allen effect. Mm-hmm. There was just there's a contingent of people that just are haters of Zach Wilson. Yeah, he wasn't. How dare we compare him to the great Trevor Lawrence from Clemson coming out? That's just that's just crazy and disrespectful. And they just don't want to see the positives for Zach Wilson. And so therefore, things like that with 12.7 passes or 12.7 percent of your passes being dropped mm-hmm. don't get brought up into the conversation. Let alone. Oh, wait, yeah, there was a number of weeks where there was no Corey Davis, no Jamison Crowder, mm-hmm. you know, no Elijah Moore at wide receiver, all those type of things. And, you know, again, it just wasn't cool to defend him that way. Yeah. So uh, I think that's why sometimes it kind of gets swept under the rug with him a little bit. Okay, so yeah. Kaminsky, you're fine. Yeah. Everything's okay. Definitely okay Like, take there. a break. Yeah, right. deep breath. We're okay with that. He made us say wow a few times a lot during the end of the he year. Did. And to me, that's all it is about a rookie. And honestly, the Jets, they were like kind of confident. Kind of making we, us say you know, wow. Like making like, plays. Wow, like, you're kind of whooping the crap out of the Buccaneers you know right now. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, you did bring up Trevor Lawrence. I'm just curious. Yeah. Are we just acting like his first season didn't happen? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or like what is our assessment of him in year one? Like a horrible situation okay. to be stuck in, right? Yeah. Urban Meyer, that debacle. Not great offensive minds around him to help him out that way. You know, no running game, right? DJ Shark gets hurt. You know, there was a lot of things that went against him, mm-hmm. certainly. Let alone, this was, you know, one of the things I was trying to say about Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. coming out. You know, and I know everybody was trying to paint him as like the greatest thing to ever come out in the history of football. And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. He's awesome, mm-hmm. franchise quarterback. But he was more raw than people wanted to recognize mm-hmm. coming out of Clemson. Yeah. You know, the rawness got swept under the rug a little bit because we were just like, oh, they won. Who mm-hmm. cares? Or I know he missed those three throws, but the next throw he had a touchdown. And I want to be like, yeah, but they're not going to always <laughs> be open every time in the NFL. Right. You can't miss those other two or three throws. But uh, I think, I, uh, like I'll say with Zach, I saw enough okay. of where I went, wow. But there is things in his mechanical delivery of throwing the football 
that need to be fixed. That's the one thing. He can do it. He's a natural. I know that. But there's too many games throughout the year where I just go, damn, you're too good to miss that 10-yard out route three times in this, this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that's what he needs to fix. Okay. I was yeah. just curious since yeah. we brought him up. Good we hadn't question. talked about that in a while. Yeah. Um, okay. This comes from Steelers Outpost. Simsy. Is that your nickname? I guess, it, it actually, most people that I've played with in football call me Simsy. Really? Yeah. I don't know this guy. I don't okay. think. <laughs> you but probably he's, do. Part of the, he's part of the family now. <laughs> what do you truly think the benefit is of the Steelers rolling with a mediocre QB like Trubisky, Mariota, or Jimmy G? Sure, they're better than Rudolph, um, but none of them are winning Super Bowls do you think there's just a cultural benefit to winning two or three more games there is okay you know there's there's a cultural benefit certainly you know two or three more games an organization like Pittsburgh where they just go we don't always care if we have like the best quarterback in football we can run and play Steeler defense Defense. and do it that way right you know I mean they won their first Super Bowl with Big Ben that way he wasn't like you know blowing the league up with 400 yard passing games I mean, he had the worst quarterback rating in the history of the Super Bowl to win a game. And they won it because of the running game and the defense. So, you know, I think they look at it that way. You know, I think they're, they're in a weird spot because they have some talent on the team for real. Mm-hmm. The receivers are real. They got a good young tight end. The offensive line's a work in progress. We know they got Najee Harris at tailback. Yep. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick on the defensive side of the ball. They got some pieces there. Um, but I think with Mason Rudolph, you know, I just look at it and go, no, you're in danger of like not being good. Period. It just it to me. We know what Mason Rudolph is. He's just a solid backup in the NFL, not a starting quarterback. And yeah, guys like Trubisky and Mariota and Jimmy G, I certainly would take you know over over a Mason Rudolph. Steelers are also one of those teams, you know, that you look at drafting in the twenties, right? They got to the playoffs where. Well, they they could they could be in the draft the quarterback situation there and mm-hmm. then just go hell we're going to play them and we're going to groom them and we'll run the ball and play yep. defense and won't put a lot of pressure on them. I could certainly see them going that going that route too. If there was a team that could groom a quarterback, I would think it would be the Steelers. Yeah, and the, you, the pressure you would be on it would be a little minimal. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, well, we, you're right. It's it's going to be a pressure situation. Yeah, there's no doubt. But mm-hmm. Tomlin, the way he is. Uh, I, I, they'll play the right way and protect exactly. a young quarterback exactly. for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of young quarterbacks, we used to always talk about it on Sunday. We had the Zach and the Mac attack. <laughs> so let's go to the Patriots <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, Inma Perez 09 says, what's the next step with the New England offense? It stalled hard in the last part of the year. How can Mac evolve without McDaniels? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a big question. I mean, of course, McDaniels is special, mm-hmm. period. I mean, uh, he is. He's one of the best offensive minds in football over the last 15 years. You know, but I do think the offense will evolve. You know, Mac Jones, another year, you know, they'll be able to throw more at him. They'll open up the offense more. You know, they'll work on some of the things like physically. Yeah, could he throw the ball down the field with a little more power and be mm-hmm. better that way? Yes. Does he have the capability to do that? Yes, he does. He's got to fix some of that. But I think the biggest thing that I look at is like, listen, the system's not going to change. Right. It's a New England system. You know, <laughs> again, that's where people don't realize. Like Josh McDaniels is the man. He took the system to a whole new level. But really, the system developed, as I've told people before, Josh McDaniels learned from Charlie Weiss. But then also where it went to another level is when Belichick started to get involved too and started mm-hmm. going, hey, wait, when, when teams do this to me, when I'm playing this defense, I don't like it. And that's really where they started to build the offense. And McDaniel started, well, Bill doesn't like when teams do this. I'll start to do this to teams because mm-hmm. they're not gonna, they don't have Bill either. <laughs> so that's really where it came from. they got to get more explosive at receiver. 
period. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. It's hard to be a great offense when there's no one that really scares you on the outside to take people off your running game or some of your great short passing concepts. I look at it as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Some down-the-field threats change their football team and will open up you know, the, the, the Aguilars and the Kendrick Bournes of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was interesting to watch because uh, in the beginning of the season, we were like, okay, Mac, like, we see what you got going. Yeah. If nothing else, it was consistent. Right. It, it was, was consistent. You know, that right. was it. Exactly. And then you're right. There was a point in the season that – it yeah, it hit, it hit a lull. Their yeah. team hit a lull. They kind of got cold as well. The defense didn't play as well. They started to bleed a little bit. And I think what you saw, too, was, you know, a little bit like we just talked mm-hmm. about a few minutes ago. It's just it's too hard mm-hmm. to always go 12 plays, 80 yards, mm-hmm. and we're going to do that week after week, drive after okay. drive, Grind late in the season. Right. At some point, you need, like, wait, I need a Debo Samuel to take 50 <laughs> yards off down the sideline yeah. or something of that nature. And that, to me, is what, what they miss on that team. Okay, you bring up Debo. Let's yeah. talk about Trey. Trey yeah. Lance. Um, let's see. Burn Unit. I love that. What up, that Burn Unit? That is a unit? great name. What are your thoughts on his – is he or is he not ready to talk about Trey Lance? Well, like, I'm ready. Like, Trey Lance, you know, I expect him to be the starting quarterback of the 49ers unless one thing happens. What? Tom Brady goes there. Okay. That would be the only thing. And, again, I know everybody thinks I always know everything with the 49ers because I'm friends with Kyle Shannon. I can promise you I don't know jack diddly shit about this, all right? <laughs> what I do know – On record. <laughs> on record, all right? What I do know, as I said on PFT, like, first off, Brady won't close the door. Mm-hmm. He just won't. So there's something there. He shouldn't. Yeah, right? That's fine. To. Yeah. I also, last week, I, I told a lot of – him to Miami was a real thing. It was definitely being discussed. Sean Payton going to Miami as well with it as a package deal and all that was a real thing. Mm -hmm. So obviously the door's not closed, let alone he keeps making comments that keep the door cracked open. Then Kyle Shanahan doesn't go to the Combine last week. And guess who was out in San Francisco visiting family? Mm. Tom Brady. Tom Brady? Right. And Brian Greasy's hired as the quarterback's coach there. What third cousin is out there? Right, right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Where's the Brady family tree? uh? Yeah. Brian Greasy, who played quarterback with Brady at Michigan, him being there now. I don't know. I just find it fishy. Mm-hmm. I do. But I do, I do think, you know, other than that, Trey Lance will be the guy. Hey, he had some good moments this year. We saw that. Yep. You know, yes, is a little raw still, definitely. But they have a good football team, and Shanahan's, if not the best, one of the best game planners and he'll know how to protect and play to Trey Lance's strengths and they'll do it the right way so whether he's the starter or Brady I still look at the 49ers and go they're the real deal Holyfield and they're going to be one of the best teams in the NFC exactly they still got George Kittle they still got one of the best offensive lines in football Mm -hmm. they still got an unbelievable dominant front seven you know but Oh, yeah. They're going to have to pay Debo, mm-hmm. I think, this year. And they got some other things on their roster that they got to figure out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, we like to say that our pregame is kind of like the 49ers because we had a boombox at Super Bowl when we kind of warmed up and got ready for the big show. That's, unlike that's any other it. game, I got ready for it. <laughs> and, uh, unlike, and that's why you were superb. I was. I, <laughs> I will say that we had, we were on our game. We didn't screw that we didn't day screw up. It up. All right? We didn't screw it up. We didn't. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let me do a little, uh, th- actually. This is where I was going to go. Okay, I finally you, you teed it off in my brain. That 
Yes, that was unlike any other pregame I had for a game this year. I felt like I was back in an NFL locker room, except I was with Maria and her four girlfriends, right? Which was actually classic. Uh, you being the only guy around like right. five girls, the five entire girls, Super Bowl, the whole Super it was Bowl, classic. It was like me and my entourage, yeah. right? It was and, like playing Beyonce, and, and then you're playing the music, right? Which yeah. was cool and, and took my mind off things, but. The other thing I always tell people, because mm-hmm. I like to tell stories, I, you're probably the number one question I get. Uh, other than about quarterbacks, uh-huh. everybody <laughs> asks me about you. Aaron right. Rodgers. Quarterbacks, I love your list. And then it's like, <laughs> hey, that Maria Taylor. You guys are good together. <laughs> yep. Hey, how tall is she really? Taller than you. Oh, she's pretty, huh? <laughs> she's, oh, she's pretty. You're lucky you get to wear next to her. That's all I get yep. all day long. Love right? Love and then what I really love telling people is like even the pregame, mm-hmm. all right? And we're on the field in the Super Bowl. Men, you need, men's reaction <laughs> to Maria is amazing. One, there's the man that's like, whoa, you're really big, and you're, I'm a little insecure about my manhood. Yep. And yep. You're bigger than me. Seen How dare all. that? And they, they stand up taller. Nice to meet you, Maria. <laughs> and they do that. Or there's the one that's in total infatuation where they would – I had a few people come mm-hmm. over to me in the pregame of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They didn't really want to say hi to me. <laughs> they were literally shaking my hand, looking at Maria, going, yeah, cr- yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, uh, great, great. Hey, this is Maria. No shit. Like, they were there just to look at you. They were gawking at you. Honestly, working with you makes me more viable because they're like, oh, it's just Chris. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But if Thank I was you. with, like, Coach right. or somebody else, like, they would actually want to talk to Tony Dungy, but I'm with Chris. You're so, with Chris. You know, they so don't want to talk to me. <laughs> they're like, damn. I'll, I talk to Chris and hear him too much. So yeah, it's all that. good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes, so, yeah. yes. But anyway, that, yes. Was, that was one of our little fun stories. We it have a lot of those. Was. Okay, well, last one I want to get to. Yeah. How about – well, do you care? Justin Fields, rookie QBs. Do you have something that, that's – Well, Justin your- Fields. Wait, we got a question here on Justin Fields. I just saw it. Uh, okay. It's from uh, – who was it? Uh, at Omega. Yep, Joel Joel Tion. Joel Tion. Yep. If Justin Fields was in this year's QB draft class, where would you rank him? Have your thoughts on Justin Fields changed after his rookie season? Yes. Okay. All right. They definitely have changed. Again, I know I was lower than most on Justin Fields. I'll never be the guy that's just going to go, this is where I had him, and I'm never going to fucking move him because I said that four years ago. Mm -hmm. No. Justin Fields, he crapped on some of the things that I said last year. Certainly. Mm -hmm. He was better. He controlled the football better throwing it. You know, has all the intangibles that I never really doubted. I didn't. I heard enough through the draft process about what the guy was and everything that way. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I did question a little bit, just like playing in the pocket, going through reads. Mm-hmm. You know, there was too many plays at Ohio State where I went, damn, that should just be an easy slam dunk completion. And, you know, it, it, it was the receiver couldn't even get a hand on it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see very many throws like that the whole year. Yeah. He was really on point. His his motion, very smooth. And as to far as. You know, again, I've just started on the quarterback stuff here. I would say first, yeah, as far as if you put him in this year's class, he's the number one quarterback in this class. Mm -hmm. He is. I I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, again, I'd like to clarify, too, last year was tough ranking them. They were all really good. They were all really good. It was a good class. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for Justin Fields' future. I am too. Yeah, he's a good kid too. Like, I am I actually, sure. Yeah, and he's I got Georgia connections, so we know you I mean, love that. Yeah, his but sister he seems plays like he's a good Georgia, kid. So obviously, and he's, he's always best. got a little chip on his shoulder, honestly. Now that because he feels like he got slighted in the draft, mm-hmm. yeah, should I want to go? Yes, that's cool to have the chip. Don't be too chippy though. Yeah. You still got drafted in the top twenty. Yeah. This, well, the story I always think about when yeah. I think about Justin Fields is when he played terrible in the Big Ten championship his last year, right, and then came back.
back in the sugar bowl and, and was like laying up out. Clemson, right? He had yeah. the Northwestern bad Big yeah. 12 cha- or Big uh, Ten championship, right. and then the Clemson game yeah. was amazing. And I remember Ryan Day telling me he was like he was stewing on that, like he's a perfectionist yeah. at heart, and right. he he does want to prove doubters wrong, and he hears noise. You know what I mean? It so seems like that's it. something that yeah. I can't wait to see an off season right. of Justin Fields after he's been in the NFL yeah. and what that looks like. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Another Bears question. Yeah. Uh, as a Chicago Bears fan, I'm interested in picking up a wide receiver like Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. Do you think that's smart or would you rather pick up a low cost free agent and draft a young wide receiver? You don't need to do that. You don't you're a team that's a little bit of a transition process. Let's not trade away like a bunch of assets, you know, to get Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. Let's not do that. I mean, you know, again, I mean, hey, Khalil Mack, they did that already. You know, as far as trading away a, a whole bunch of, you know, assets for Kulamak. And I think there's a portion of the Bears fan base would go, I don't know if it was really worth it. He's been good for us, but I don't know if he's been that many picks good for us mm-hmm. and as much money as we've played for him. You know, one, they have good tight end and Cole Komet. They have um, Dar- Darnell Mooney, who I think is like a number one slash really awesome number two speedster. But I would say, yeah, don't you don't need to trade and send, you know, a first round pick and then some for DK Metcalf or a Tyler Lockett. There is going to be some value signings out there, I think, at the wide receiver position. You know, I look at guys like Christian Kirk mm-hmm. from Arizona, yeah. you know, where you might not have to pay him. You know, you're not going to pay him $18, $20 million a year. You're going to have to pay him probably double digit millions. But there's guys like that. DJ Chark Jr., that's going to be available from Jacksonville, who's got some star potential. Juju Smith Schuster is going to be out there. You know, Michael Gallup coming off an ACL injury. You could probably get him for a good number. And I think there's going to be options out there to where you go, you don't need to have like the superstar or the superstar mm-hmm. of the class here. You can have a lot of good and still put together a really good offense there in Chicago. What are your thoughts on Juju? Do you think he'll come back and be able to be an impact player next season? I do. Okay. I just, I look at Juju. I've never looked at Juju as a, a superstar. Okay. A Ju- Juju to me is like a high number, t- like a number two receiver. Mm-hmm. He's great when. Like his best year ever was when he was second fiddle to Antonio, Antonio Brown, Antonio, yeah. and then he had a great year. You know, he's not the kind of guy that can like just run by you for eighty-yard touchdowns, but got great size, tough as hell, can work the middle of the field, runs routes, blocks in the running game. Mm-hmm. Like he's your perfect guy to be your complement to the guy. Yeah, and that's you know again, Juju's probably going to be disappointed with what he finds money-wise out mm-hmm. there in the market, but he'll find a niche and a right spot through a team that knows how to use him. Okay, another interesting topic we have on here, Kenny Pickett's hands. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, With the narrative of Pickett's hand size being a thing, doesn't that really matter? Doesn't that really matter? Does that make a QB better or worse? You tell me. Yeah, no, it it does matter. It does matter to a degree. Okay. You know, it does. Uh, You know, again, there's a reason guys like Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and Tom Brady were drafted up in New England, and we never have to worry, uh, you know, New England or Green Bay, and never have to worry about – Wait, it's snowing, it's raining. Wait, they're still throwing lasers through it. Mm-hmm. We don't even worry about the weather. We don't even care. Oh, it's snowing in New England. Uh, and nobody ex- – uh, we still expect Brady to run for – throw for 350. And, mm-hmm. like, so big hands help with that. Yep. Of course, it's a smaller object in your hand when mm-hmm. you have a gigantic yeah. hand, right? So mm-hmm. that just Great. basic logic helps you out. I will say with the new current qu- crop of quarterbacks – and I should have brought a football in here because I've, I've explained this a little bit mm-hmm. – uh, th- there's more variations in the way people grab the football now than ever before. You know, like the way Lamar Jackson grips the football, the way Kyler Murray grips the football, you know, even the way Patrick Mahomes grips the football. When I was growing up, nobody gripped the football like that, Mm -hmm. where they moved their hand up to the smaller part of the ball 
right? And to where, yeah, they might not have as many fingers on the laces and the big fat part of the ball, but because their hands are a little bit smaller, now they're grabbing the smaller part of the ball to where they can control it and yeah. they don't have issues. Mahomes plays in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have gigantic hands. He's throwing that damn thing through any weather possible. Right. So that's not an issue. These are significantly small hands, <laughs> all right? Okay. This is the smallest in football, mm-hmm. one of the smallest we've ever seen from like a draftable quarterback. The difference is he wears a glove, and he's been wearing a glove for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the glove does help you grip the football. You know, I like, you know, again, early stages. Pickett knows how to play quarterback. He's a good athlete. He has a good arm. There's no wow factor. I don't go, oh, wow, they're – He's got a laser. Watch out for this in the NFL. Or he's such a great athlete. In the NFL, it's even going to be better. I don't see that. But I see a guy that can do everything, and there's no glaring weakness. But I'm not a fan of the glove. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Anybody that throws with a glove can't naturally just throw it. (laughs) I just can't. I mean, again, that's where I get into it. You sound very get off my stoop right now. I know I do. That's a little Harsh. I get you. Mm -hmm. I get you. Mm -hmm. But I would also sit there and go, man, you name the great quarterbacks of all time. Mm -hmm. Other than Kurt Warner, nobody wore a glove. And he wore the glove because he had an injury to his thumb. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not holding it against him. But I do have my concerns about it. Mm -hmm. And the size of the hands, I guess, is a little less of a concern than normal because he has been wearing this glove and gripping the football won't won't be an issue because of it. And you talked to him and he was like, not a problem. He was not. He said it, not a problem. And I told him, honestly, I was like, I don't love that you wear a glove, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to judge you objectively. I'm not going to, like, hold that against you, right? But, um, yeah, we'll see. There's, there's a lot to like about Kenny Pickett. He's certainly a first-round quarterback, but like I said, he doesn't wow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, whose hand's bigger? Mine. Yeah. It's close. But you have big hands. Yeah. I, mean, I would have expected you to. I would be yes. a pretty good QB. Yeah, you we definitely did. would be. <laughs> definitely. You're, this you, my calling. We that, you don't show. play receiver. You'll break a nail. But, <laughs> but we could quarterback, you could do that. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. You have a couple of funny questions on here. Yes. Hot soup or cold soup <laughs> from SI underscore Vit. Like who the fuck <laughs> drinks cold soup? Who eats cold soup? Really? Would you? I don't cold even soup? know what cold soup is. Is that a thing? Do y'all it, eat it, that? It is a is cold a soup. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is it a white person <laughs> thing? Is what you're saying? I don't know. It might be. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like salad to me. I don't know what. That I, is. I don't. Know. There is cold soups out there, and okay. I can't even. Th- what is it? Gazpacho. Gazpacho. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I see. Those are. I know. So no, I'm definitely a hot. I'm a soup classy. person. <laughs> yeah, I love soup too. I mean, like I do love almost soup. a soup every day. Yeah, I, I love, love, love it. Doesn't matter summer. No, yeah, I'm care. with you. Uh-huh. I am. You give me a good chicken and rice. You know, chicken noodle, chicken oh, yeah. rice type of soup. Chili soup. Yeah. All oh, what? I can I'm do all that all day in. long, mm-hmm. all day. Cold soup, negative Ghost Rider. Um, ew, cold soup. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask you about weed. <clears throat> You're not gonna ask me about weed? No. Why? Why not? <laughs> when are you going to smoke me? Never. <laughs> never? <laughs> I would never wake up again. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully. Yeah. I try to put you to sleep for a yeah. while. Just lay, it, just lay down. <laughs> Go ahead. Lay down. Nice seeing you, Maria. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's part of me. It's part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't hide from that. Uh, you know that. Uh-huh. So, yes, I am a – and I think what was our question? Indica or sativa? Is that mm-hmm. what they were asking yep. me about? Yep. I'm sativa. My friends call me sativa sims. Right? <laughs> okay, they call me sativa. Sativa sims. Right? Yes. Okay. I like sativa – uh, it's a little bit, you know, not doesn't melt you into the couch, uh-huh. jumbles your brain up a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay, but that's that's usually where I go. I'll, I'll get you some. Does it help you evaluate quarterbacks? Oh, no. <laughs> do, do like arm motions come into your head when you're melting into the sofa and you're like, oh, you know, I didn't think about that before. Well, yes, that that for sure. I don't like, like I'm a very 
end of the day smoker, mm-hmm. end of the week, yep. right? And people always ask me, do you smoke in the morning or in the middle of the day? Do you smoke before you watch film? No, I couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I might be good with like the first guy evaluated if I smoked <laughs> weed and go. But after that, I'd be like, huh? <laughs> Wait, who did I just watch? <laughs> Shit, I don't even. Uh-oh. I just watched 30 plays. I don't even know what the fuck happened. Wait, let me go back and watch him again. So I am not that guy for sure. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but to your question, I am, when I do smoke, I tell people all the time, the first 45 minutes, I'm as smart as I can possibly be. Right. And I do some of the best Mm self-evaluating of things that are either on my mind or I didn't think about this. And now, for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, I'm high. It comes to the (laughs) forefront of your brain. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, why did that bother me earlier today? I figured my problems out, Mm -hmm. I guess is what I'm saying. So I think the next time you smoke and that happens, can you please send me, like, a nonstop text, like, live messaging all of the brilliant things that are happening in your head? I I, sure. And, like, all the things that you've corrected about your life. Producer Matt Casey's probably been a... A, a, yeah. he's probably had a few of those <laughs> okay. like whoa he didn't text me all day <laughs> he literally just said <laughs> and now that. he's going off with all these great thoughts and i want to be like yeah it's friday night i'm it's smoking friday yeah, night. Yeah, I'm yeah. Chilling. yeah no doubt about it i'm gonna get you over mm-hmm. all right okay. we're gonna no, do I that to. yeah yeah yep we'll get you some puff puff give mm-hmm. we'll see <laughs> give it go. i'm gonna sneak a <laughs> gummy into that's your... what's gonna happen <laughs> i'm gonna be like i thought i was eating salad all right so you're not gonna smoke weed uh-huh. but you want better say a fucking four-letter word before you get out of here okay Shit. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. I heard it. <laughs> you heard it there. There's yeah. Maria Taylor. See, you she's not as professional there. as you thought she was. <laughs> See? But I am an angel. You are an angel. Okay, sure. <laughs> also, you're welcome. <laughs> you're, thank you. Thank <laughs> you're you. Welcome. I really did. I appreciate it. At least you said it. Yes. Uh, what else? You want to ask me anything else? No. Go I'm else? over you. You're done? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to go get something to eat. Um, it was great being on the Unbuttoned podcast. Matt wants you to ask me the music one, he's saying. Oh, which, wait, wait. What's film the music watching one? at Corey Joskowitz. How do you start your <laughs> film watching process by conference alphabetically? Okay. And then. And then he goes, favorite. Oh, at Dap Me Up Bro asked me favorite mus- music to listen to while watching film. Okay. See, that I didn't goes. I know you listen to music. No, you don't know I listen to music? Well, what do well, you think? Well, while I you're am? doing film. I don't. I just can't imagine you doing two yeah. things at once. No. I just, that, just knowing him personally. Yes. You're right. Yeah. I was, that's where I was going to go. <laughs> he can barely tie his tie while watching the game. So. <laughs> it's very true. Okay. I am a all focus mm-hmm. on one thing guy. That, that's, I cannot listen to music. And study film at the same time. Okay. I just, I can't. I don't know. I, I, I might start singing the song yep. and thinking about the song and all of a sudden go, wait, I, I just missed 10 plays. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I've never been that type of guy. So. I really know you. I need total, wow. I need total quiet. I know you do. Yeah. That's just the way I work. I know. Yeah. Especially when it comes time to get serious. <laughs> well, yeah. one track mine. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Are you referring to me being blonde and from New Jersey? Yeah, yeah that's you are. a lot. Okay, yeah, that's okay. okay. Hi, fine. You went to Georgia. Okay, yeah, cool. it's natural. All right, all right. So that's it. We did it. We did it. Are you happy with First yourself? podcast? I am. All right, good. But I'm more happy that you finally invited me. Shut up. I'm really just proud of you You're, for, like, you know, opening the gates and being like, You okay. tried to get out of this damn thing for a week <laughs> <So> straight. <hard>. <laughs> <laughs> I got the dentist. The dog ate my homework. I did. Uh, <laughs> she tried to get away with everything without hosting this show, everybody, okay? Just so you know, I did have a dentist she even like we were thirty they minutes late Novocaine. taping this damn thing because she was voicing over the Constitution. She was like anything but the podcast. Yeah, I'll voice the over what um, of the United <laughs> States, anything but Chris. But thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Appreciate it. We should do it again. No, you're gonna like now. once a year. <laughs> yeah, once a year. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Once a year, we'll have Maria Taylor on. Like Christmas. But going forward, mm-hmm. all seriousness, uh, next week we got uh, – or it's two weeks. Two Mondays from now, I'm going to start my draft rankings, quarterbacks. We're going to get into all that. 
And then really every week we'll break down position by position. Next week, of course, is free agency. So we're going to hit on all of that. And there's a lot of things to talk about within free agency, what some of these teams should do. Uh, there's some interesting position groups that we didn't even get to here today that, of course, you know, are going to be able to help some che- help some teams out. So we'll see where it goes. Um, be good. Are you staying here in town for long? Are you back to Georgia? No, I'm going to New York. You're going to New York? Yeah. But yeah. we're going to come back and remember we're having a double date. You're going to have a double date. Yeah. All right. So we might great. do that. Danielle, mm-hmm. my wife, your husband. John, my John, husband. Right. Yeah. So we're all going to do something. Uh, and hang out for a little bit. He'll and report I'll it to you on the next podcast. To her breakfast or lunch, <laughs> and she won't know what hit her. We'll keep All you right? posted. <laughs> we'll keep you posted. Everybody, be good. Keep sending in questions, but get specific about podcast. I mean, uh, about free agency stuff. Uh, we'd love to dive deep into that. I've I've spent a number of days here, the last four or five days, watching some free agent players. Where I just went, ah, wait, I know this guy, but I really haven't studied him in a while. Let me do that. So certainly have some interesting thoughts there. Be good, everybody there. Be, be good, everybody there or out there. <laughs> out there. Stay safe. All right. It's Thursday. It means it's my Friday. It's smoky, <laughs> smoky, drinky, drinky time. Maria Taylor, thanks. Peace out. Peace. Be good. Wait, Boom. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Peace. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, actually. That's it. That's it.